what is happening? This is Dub, and this is Conversation from Dub. It's my brand new podcast. My first episode is this one. And in this episode, I, uh, you know, why, why start off uh, soft, right? We're going to get right in there and turn some heads and, and, and make a few people mad probably but uh that's what um this is about this is about creating conversation creating thoughts the purpose of this podcast is to discuss the reasons why i think you should boycott the nfl because i am also boycotting the nfl why well before we talk about why i think i I should uh let you know a few things first one is i love football um i always have loved football um I had bad knees when I was growing up. My dad wouldn't let me play. I, I wanted to make sure my sons played. When we moved here to, to North Carolina in 2005, I made sure they played football. So, yeah, I coached football in high, at the high school level. Uh, my, my kids have played football. Little known fact is in 2005, I moved my family to North Carolina in part because of the Carolina Panthers. So why would I want to boycott the sport I love? Well, um, I'm about ready to bring, uh, break down five different reasons of why I think that the NFL has gotten a little bit too big for its britches. Uh, you know, I can beat around the bush here all day about it. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. The first reason, and these, these don't really go in any order, okay? Um, first thing is they have lied to their players about the dangers of football. Now, that sounds crazy, right? Because everybody knows football is r- retardedly uh, dangerous. I mean, they're gl- modern gladiators. I mean, uh, the, the collisions are like car wrecks. And every Sunday, the linemen are having hundreds of car wrecks every game. So, of, of course, it's dangerous, right? Well, yes and no. Um, I think that every football player would be lying to themselves if they didn't think that you know, there's, there's some inherent dangers and there's some inherent uh, uh, damage going to be done to your body when you leave football. Um, almost every football player has lingering aches and pains. Uh, infamously, uh, Ronnie Lott cut off the, the tip of his finger in a game because it couldn't be taped. He said, you know, cut it off. That was his decision. You know, he made that decision. Uh, as crazy as that decision was, it was his decision. Okay. So the NFL has lied to its players about the dangers of concussions and whether or not playing football actually has in- increases those uh, dangers. For years, the NFL refused to admit that that was a problem. In 2016, the, the NFL finally admitted to the risks of concussion. Now, uh, along with this problem is the the older players <clears> – <throat> That weren't a part of the um, collective bargaining agreement. Uh, they were they were left in the cold. And the hard truth is is that the NFL didn't care because they were dying, and they were dying earlier than the average uh, United States citizen. So it wasn't going to be a problem for very much longer. And they they just played a waiting it out game. Now that that's. They didn't leave them out of the collective bargaining agreement because of that. It just so happened that they were outside of the years that the collective bargaining agreement covered. Uh, I mean, that, that's that's a that's a crappy thing to do. 
They have continuously lied to their players about the dangers of the drugs that they are administering. In 2017, the Washington Post had an article which they revealed a sealed court documents that every doctor that was deposed, they were being sued for the way that they uh, dispensed prescriptions. So they deposed a bunch of doctors. Every single doctor that was deposed admitted to at least once breaking the law or breaking guidelines uh, for how to prescribe pain medicine and other medicines. Every single doctor, every single doctor broke the law. They dispensed, you know, so I don't know if you know a lot about uh, steroidal injections. Okay. Uh, Cortisone is allowed. um, And I had cortisone shots in my back and I've had them in my knee. Um, Cortisone shots, you're they, uh, for the average citizen, uh, once every six months. And I can tell you from experience that you get a cortisone injection, you feel like a million bucks. My knee hurt every day. Um, for the seven, for seven months after I got my injection, I felt like, uh, it knocked 10 years off my knee. Ridiculous. Okay. Some of these players in the NFL are getting these injections every single week of the season. I'll say that again. They're getting these injections every single week of the season. Um, a lot of times they're not being told the dangers of what they're doing to their body. They're not being told that how much this accelerates the, uh, the generation of your knees. It does. They don't, they're not explained everything to them. They just are told, Hey, you take this, you can play. You can play this week. I mean, the, why do you think, do you think that, that the players come back from these injuries uh, super fast uh, because they're, they're stronger and their, their bodies heal quicker. No, <laughs> they're coming back because they are, they do have better, they're getting treatment every single day, multiple times a day. And so the, their rehab is more accelerated because they're more aggressive. However, they're also coming back sooner because they're being pumped full of drugs, uh, painkillers, you name it, anti-inflammatories. They're going off book, off record with this stuff. Um, and, and they're break, you know, the NFL's breaking the law with it. There's been, you know, countless cases of guys getting addicted to uh, oxycotton, you know, and other opiates directly related to playing football. Is that all the NFL's fault? No, because some of that stuff happens in college. But the NFL is not informing its players of the dangers. I, look, I think. 90% of the players would still play. They would still go out there and play. 90% of them, if not more, they're going to go out and play. Why? Because they want to play football. But they're not being informed. So I think that when you take an injury uh, and, you're, and you're told, hey, you take this injection, you can play today. But one, the risk of your re-injuring it is much greater. Two, you're actually going to deteriorate your knee you know, beyond repair in some cases from, you know, running and at an NFL, there's, they always talk about that. They're talking about in shape and then there's football shape. Okay. Two very different things. And, and the reason for that is 
I mean, you, you the, the the taxes that you're putting on your body are unbelievable. It's in the news all the time now. So you guys say, well, the players should know these things. Well, you know, reality is um, they don't. Uh, you know, you you put your trust in in somebody like a trainer, a doctor. You put your trust in them. There's some outliers, right? There's going to be some good doctors. There's going to be some good trainers that are, are going to tell them the, the the dangers always. That's the outlier. Right. That's the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's the good guy. That's not every player. I mean, time and time again, you hear about the, you know, not being informed, not being informed. OK, so the second reason is. Now, um, I think every big corporation gets away with this. OK, every big corporation. Um, but in some cases, uh, the public outcry is a little bit, a little bit more. But um, the NFL is projected to make $14 billion this year. $14 billion this year. $14 billion with a big-ass B. Okay? Now, despite what many people think, and actually I did type this, they do pay taxes. Okay? Um, I think it was in 2015, they got, got rid of the, the league office, got rid of its tax exempt status, uh, or they, 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 they voluntarily uh, withdrew it. Now, they, they admitted that it just caused a lot of confusion, boom, whatever. But the other, the, the, the other benefit to them is now, since they are not using that tax exempt status, they do not have to disclose certain things, as in, salaries um you know for their top executives and their commissioner they don't have to they don't have to report anything now the nothing involved in the league has to be just uh has to be shown the only number that they're going to talk about is what the salary cap is based on that's the only reason you're ever going to hear about how much money the nfl makes now is because of that it's directly tied to the salary cap if they can figure out a way to not disclose that they will they do pay taxes. However, what a lot of the teams end up doing is in order to get up stadium built, they get tax breaks. Um, every year you, you hear about another city being held hostage by the NFL team, uh, threatening to move, threatening to, you know, uh, they're courting other cities. And so they end up getting <clears throat> municipal bonds, uh, issued to help pay for their stadium. So that means that you and I are help building these stadiums. Cities that can't afford it. I mean, they really can't afford it. Detroit it broke as hell and and you know, they forced a new forced a new stadium to be built. You you run the risk of losing your team if you don't bow down to these fools and they hold they hold this uh over over every city's head. Most cities wind up footing uh, a large portion of the bill. To, to build these stadiums. And then they wind up giving the team uh, tax breaks, sometimes in lieu of helping, you know, in, in lieu of money to go and direct in the stadium, they give them tax breaks, you know, in the form of either sales tax breaks or income tax breaks or uh, land tax breaks. Now, uh, yes, every single corporation does this. Um, you know, if you, you're going to get a plant built <clears throat> in your city, a lot of times that'll happen. You know, they'll negotiate a deal to get tax breaks. Um, so while 
it's not necessarily a, a bad thing that the NFL is trying to make money. Okay, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a communist. I think everybody should make money, um, but you know how much how much it you know at the expense of you know the town that you're in. I mean, how how much do you want to wring that town dry of money? You know, that's that's really what it amounts to. Um, when when a a club threatens to move if they don't get these tax breaks, I find that to be. Uh, just it's a douche move, okay? It's just a douche move. Now, this one is the one that's going to cause some friction. Um, I know that a lot of people were not in favor of Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the national anthem. I get it. 2016, he decides that uh, in in order to bring awareness to the injustice, blacks faced by police in the United States, which we won't discuss that on this this particular podcast, maybe in the future, but um, his reasonings don't really matter. Um, he, t- he took a knee in a form of protest. Now, um, uh, lots of people losing their minds. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to watch, you know, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be able to take a knee. It's disrespectful to those that have died serving this country. Um, I, I disagree. Um, the, the a fundamental right of this country is for you to <clears throat> be able to protest. Um, my protesting should cause discomfort. Um, it, otherwise, you're you're not really protesting. A lot of people say, "Well, he shouldn't have done it at the you know." During the national anthem, you should have done it at a different time. Well, when when would it have brought the attention that it brought? And unfortunately, because of who is offended by it, his message got lost, and it became about him kneeling during the national anthem. Now, I will say this: um, everyone has has an opinion on it. Uh, that's why we should have the discussion. Here's the deal. As a soldier, you you don't get the choice to say I'm fighting for this and this only. I'm not I'm I'm not going to fight for that right. I'm only going to fight for this right and then you're going to respect me because I give you that right. That's no. That's not how it works. You're a soldier. You have a job to do. You go do your job. And Sometimes that means you have to go fight some unpopular stuff. You can't just say, nah, not going to do that one today. You have to make the choice. When you decided to become a soldier, you're fighting for the United States of America. <laughs> not all of the fights are, are, are great. But when the country needs defended, you step up and you do your job. When you have to go build a dam so a city doesn't flood, you have to do your job. Your job is to defend the Constitution. In the Constitution, there's the right to protest. So your job was to defend Colin Kaepernick's right to kneel during the national anthem. Now, you may not like it, but it's not showing you disrespect. If anything, it's showing you respect. Now, that seems very strange. He's taking advantage of the right 
that your fighting gave him. It, you can't pick and choose which protests are going to be allowed. We're not in North Korea. We're in the United States, right? We don't, we're not required to show respect for everything, right? So maybe it is, a, you know, even if it is disrespectful, it doesn't matter. That's his right. That is his right. Okay, so let, let's, let's just stick with the respect for the people that have fought for the country. All right, so the NFL has done a lot for that, right? They had lots of tributes. Um, the trouble with that is the NFL was paid $5.4 million for those military tributes. They were paid to have tributes at the beginning of games. That blows my mind. They were paid to be patriotic. So what happened? Well, a lot of uproar came about when they when it came out that they were they were paid. So the NFL gives back 700k. Where's where's the rest of the 5.4 million dollars? Uh, they kept it. Oh, they kept it. Absolutely kept it. Now, why why am I bringing all this up? Okay. Now, in 2017, Colin Kaepernick can't get a job. So the NFL is colluding to keeping that man from earning. Now, Yes, uh, it's not your right to play in the NFL. It's a privilege to play in the NFL. But no one is coming out and saying, hey, he's blackballed, right? But no one's giving him a job. Up until Greg Hardy, a, a guy could beat his wife and still play. Ray Rice whooped his wife's ass and he got to play. When the video came out, then he got suspended. Um, but but my point is, is that you know he he was still able to work. Colin Kaepernick protested something he felt was wrong. And now he can't get a job. He can't even get a backup job. You don't tell me that Colin Kaepernick is not good enough to be a backup in the league. That's that's a ridiculous statement. That is absolutely ridiculous. My, I, I think that blackballing players as they do. I think that that that's that's un-American. All right, so let's let's keep with the the. Um, having respect for those who died, you know, fought and died for this country. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and keep with that theme and let's move on to the next one. And that is that the NFL keeps refusing to force the uh, Washington um, racial slurs to change their name. The notion that it is showing honor um, to indigenous people is ridiculous. It is a slur. It is documented that it's a slur. Um, it, in matter of fact, it, it, it was a slur in the most inhumane time of this country. We were trying to exterminate an entire race of people in this country. 
again, uh, that's that's a that's a touchy subject. Uh, we'll touch on that at a, on another podcast. Um, but my, my point is is that you can't just say, "No, I'm doing it to honor you." That there's a a big difference in between what you think it's doing and what it's doing. Whenever someone of privilege in this country wants something done and they think it's okay to do it, they pull out one or two people and say, hey, he doesn't have a problem with it. The problem is is that the mass majority of people do have a problem with it, not just natives. Like I have a problem with it. I think it's it's it is it it's pretty fucking uh, uh it's disrespectful it's it's a fucking racial slur uh what the f- i mean we can't have the atlanta slaves i mean you gonna name a team the atlanta slaves you think that's gonna play in america right what about you know the uh the new york heaps you think that's gonna play come on man it's it's time it's time to grow up America and stop thinking just because you don't think it's offensive that it's not offensive. Okay. It's damn offensive. And then the, the crazy part is, is Colin Kaepernick's actions offended people. So they don't want him to play, but because they're not offended by the racial slur, uh, the Washington racial slurs, they don't think that they should have to change their name. And the problem here is that, it's who is offended in each one of these cases. Who's offended? Well, I, w- I would say majority of Republicans, white Republicans, are offended by Colin Kaepernick, a black man, kneeling during the national anthem. They're offended. So then something needs to be done. Who's offended by the Washington racial slurs? Oh, indigenous people. Well, we don't exactly care about them. Why? Because we tried to fucking exterminate them. So because Native American population, there's no state in the union where the uh, indigenous people make up more than 3% of the population, you're never going to get a consensus of, of a state saying, hey, we need to get rid of this. It's time to grow up. It's time to say, hey, this is wrong. What's, what, what's right is right. Here's, here's the other thing, okay, that that uh, needs, needs to be addressed in this. And it, it has to do with Kaepernick and it also has to do with, with the Washington racial slurs. All right. So is, what, what is the freedom of speech? All right. Freedom of speech is the right to articulate one's opinions and ideas without the fear of government retaliation or social sanction. So hate speech is allowed. That unfortunately hate speech is allowed the only time it's not allowed is they call it uh fighting words or it's not as not a threat of imminent violence hate speech is allowed okay so the washington racial slurs are allowed to be called the washington racial slurs but just because you're allowed to make hateful speeches and you're allowed to say hateful things doesn't mean you should it's the don't be a dick theory right so i mean yeah you can do that well man come on man don't be a dick 
right? Just don't be a dick. That, that's that's really what it what it comes down to. It it offends people. It offends people, man. Stop it. The NFL should force them to change their name. Um, let, let's let's push this argument into the racial slur uh, category. All right. So in both world wars, there were indigenous people from various tribes. The most famous are from the Navajo tribe, but they were called code talkers. Okay. They served in both world wars. Um, so they used a combination of cryptology and their native language to create an unbreakable code that is proven to have helped win world war two. So the final thing I think is, is the most, um, unforgivable of, of the things that the NFL does. And, and it just gets brushed, brushed to the side because we all love the NFL so much that we just don't, we, we look, they're like the crazy uncle that, you know, that whips his dick out at the party. Uh, may, <laughs> may, maybe your parties are different. It, it's the crazy uncle that just dances too much, right? You know, he, he steps over the line at the party. That's, that's what the NFL does. We, we love them. So we don't want to, uh, you know, kick them out. The NFL's time has come. I mean, you, we've got to make a stand for some of these things. It is ridiculous that all of these things. So here we go with the breast cancer awareness. That is the uh, final thing that I think that they need to uh, make some changes on. Now, why do I think that? Okay, so we all know that um, in the NFL, every October they have pink. Now, um, a lot of people may not know that D'Angelo Williams, when he played for the Panthers, was instrumental in getting this campaign started, right? Uh, you, everybody wear pink in the NFL to, you know, in October to bring awareness. It's literally the, the least that you can do, right? I'm, I'm bringing awareness by wearing a color. So you, so you didn't really do anything. You just put on pink and, and that's supposed to solve cancer. Um, that in itself is kind of ridiculous. However, let's, let's talk about what the NFL actually does. Okay. So they sell all this pink apparel. Let's say a product sells for a hundred dollars. All right. That's its retail cost. So you buy it at the vendor on the street, buy your pink uniform. It's a hundred dollars. The NFL charges a royalty of 25% of the wholesale price. Okay. So the wholesale price is half. So that's 50. So then it's 25% of, of $50. Then of that, they give 90% of that to the uh, American Cancer Society. Now, through um, since the American Cancer Society is a nonprofit, they uh, <clears throat> are forced to show a lot of their financials. It has shown that with their um of the money they receive, 71.2% of the money that they receive actually gets to cancer research and cancer programs. So if you follow all of that, of the $100, $8 and a penny is what cancer research gets. So 
the NFL still makes money on their royalty. No, they don't make a lot, but they're still making money off of that. Now, what they don't tell you is, and I, what I mean this is that it's not known. I could not find anywhere online where it showed what happens when you buy it directly from the NFL on NFL.com. So that extra, that 50%, you know, above wholesale, that 50 bucks is that, where's that money go? Does that, does that go all the way into the NFL's pocket? And why don't, why doesn't the NFL just give the whole 25% of their royalty to, to cancer? Why doesn't part of the, the, the retailer, you know, <clears throat> why doesn't Nike take some of their money off of that? Nike's still making money off this, right? It's, it's a, it's a scam. So every year, <clears throat> About a million dollars is what ends up getting donated to cancer research from the NFL. A million dollars. Well, that sounds like a big number, right? Okay. If you divide a million dollars by 32 teams, you get $31,250 each team. Each team. $31,000 is all they're giving to cancer research. Now, maybe, maybe they have different programs and maybe they're giving more. But from, from the money that they raise, a million dollars is going to cancer research. But that if you break that down per team, that's $31,000. It's only $31,000. What that actually means is that's of, of the revenue share for each team, that's it's less than one ten thousandth of their revenue share. So, in irony of ironies, Colin Kaepernick was fined $10,000 for wearing pink Beats headphones. He was wearing headphones. Pink headphones. And they, they were not allowed because they were Beats. Uh, NFL has a Bose contract exclusive, so he wasn't allowed to wear the Beats. So he was fined $10,000 for wearing pink beats in an interview. So yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have worn them because they were beats, right? Okay, so let's, let's go further. Frank Gore was fined $15,000 for wearing his socks too low in 2012. Total for the season, he was fined $15,000. His fine was half of what each team gives to cancer. So what I'm trying to tell you is that $30,000 is nothing to these teams. Absolutely nothing. Okay? And to give you another little, uh, you know, like how this fits into the NFL's puzzle is in 2016, celebratory fines, which means that Fines for having fun, okay? That the fines for what the NFL thought was excessive, those fines totaled $310,301. One third of what the NFL gave to cancer research is the number that they find people for having fun. Okay, so my point here is that. The NFL talks loud, does nothing. It's a scam. 
can they still make money off of cancer research there or, or cancer awareness frankly i think that that's a dick move um it, it's hor- horrendous uh, it it needs to stop um so this year starting this year I, i'm going to do the unthinkable and i'm going to boycott the nfl um these five things for me they're too big to overlook all right they don't they don't fall in line with my views they don't fall in line with what i think is uh is important in life that doesn't fall in line with what i think uh a, a good a good advocate for um citizenry uh is i think that the nfl has has um become a, a behemoth of unbelievable power and um as i said they they brought in 14 or they're, they're projected to bring in 14 billion dollars 14 billion dollars this year 14 billion dollars 14 billion dollars 14 billion dollars and we're giving them subsidies we're letting them threaten to move our teams we're allowing them to collude to keep players from uh from being on different teams um you know, uh, Greg Greg Hardy, for example, I, I think that that he, he's an evil dude. Um, uh, I think they should have went ahead and just banned him from the league rather than, you know, shadily just nobody give him a job. Because um, if they can do it for that, they can do it what they're doing to Kaepernick. You don't agree with his politics. Or you don't agree with what he did. You don't agree with him, you know, kneeling. So you're you're just gonna not let him play. Um, whereas, you know, every team, you just go down, go down the damn police blotters and just look at every team's, uh, you know, the things that they do: drunk driving, um, you know, spousal abuse. Now, granted, in in recent years, they've they've gotten better and they they find for that stuff. But make no mistake, if if it's a top guy. They're going to brush that stuff under the rug. I could go in into depth on things that uh, the NFL looks the other way on when it comes to big players. You know, it, 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 it has to do with who is offended. And the NFL plays that game. You know, that the only way that you're going to change their mind is, is creating a stink. You know, <clears throat> make them look bad for it. The reason why the, the Washington team is not been required to change their name is because enough people think it's okay which goes to a whole societal problem of not understanding you know we got with this latest election that the the idea of political correctness is looked at as as uh you know stupid um you know we're too politically correct it's not offending people is 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 the problem that, that's a ridiculous statement. You have to get beyond you and realize that, yeah, you did offend somebody. And and saying stuff does offend. Do I think it sucks? Yeah, whatever. I mean, look, uh, we thought saying chink was okay, right? Pull up any any old uh, any old comedian. 
They, they said some outlandish stuff, stuff that would not allow play right now. They just wouldn't let that play. The only time that stuff even comes close to playing now is in the roasts, right? Times change. You have to grow up. Just because you don't think it's offensive doesn't mean it's not offensive. And when it comes to the, the Washington racial slurs, the time has come for that to change. Okay, in summary, I, I still love football. I think the NFL needs to um, address these items that I've listed. I think making money off of uh, breast cancer awareness and the amount of money that you're given is, you know, it's come on, do the right thing. NFL, do, do the right thing. Inform your players of the risks. You're a gladiator sport, okay? Let them know the risks. Comes to breast cancer, pay, pay, pay some more money. You know, up, up what you're paying. It's kind of ridiculous that you're making money off of this. Um, and, and, and don't tell me you're not. You're, you're making money. Um, the royalty thing is just one piece of the money that you're making. So you you took a, a a portion of the money that you're given, and you know, and you're giving that to to cancer, and, and you're still keeping a piece. Come on, man, pay more. Dig into your pocket a little bit more. Pay some more money. Um, change, force Washington to change their name. Force it. You know, you can force a team not to move. You know, you can keep a team in a in a city when it wants to move. You have that power. You you should find a way to make Washington change its name. Put some pressure on it. So anyway, thank you very much for listening to my rambling. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. This is conversation from Dub. This was the first episode. I hope you like it. Please do not hesitate to uh, put some comments down there. Uh, constructive, uh, please. Uh, there, there will be moderation of the comments. Uh, I will not um, censor any comment that I disagree with. However, if you're disrespectful, um, if you uh, <laughs> don't be a dick. Okay, that, that's that's really what I'm trying to say is don't be a dick. If you're a dick in the comments, I might censor it, or I might point out. That, that you're being a dick. But but you do have my absolute promise that just because I disagree with you, uh, I, I will not not post your comment or I, you know, I, I won't moderate your comment. I won't censor it. I will have any comment that's made. Uh, I will review it, make sure that it's not um, uh, offensive. If it is offensive, um, you know, it, I, I may still post it. It just depends. Um, on how offensive you are, but I, I do want to hear your feedback. Um, hey, conversation from Dub. Peace.